Welcome to DCAF, the Beacon Center's weekly podcast. Taylor and Mark here on what might be the first sunny work day in recent memory. I know. I'm going to Miami tomorrow, too. It's going to all be wasted. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe you're going to Miami. I'm so jealous. Take me with you. I'm small. I can fit in a suitcase. Can you fit in a suitcase? Okay. Well, we'll if Taylor we'll Swift try. can fit in a suitcase, I can I fit in a suitcase. Can she can fit in a suitcase? Have you ever read the article about how she got carried into her recording session in New York? They built this like custom suitcase for her. No, that's weird though. Why? Oh why, my gosh! Why, why have we never talked about this? Why did she do that? To stay away from the fans, so they wouldn't know she was going in there. Oh, okay, that's smart. Actually, I mean, I would have a panic attack. But they it's put smart. her in this like custom suitcase that had a seat in it and like breathing holes and stuff. Oh, see, I like when they like dress up, like wear mustaches and stuff, like fake mustaches and hair, like that. I guess Taylor Swift couldn't do that, but <laughs> I wish you guys could see the <laughs> facial expression I'm making at Mark right now. It's like a blank stare, completely blank stare at Mark. Okay, so we have. Is, some... Isn't that the name of her song, Blank Stare or something? Blank Space. You're close. Okay. Okay, close, <laughs> but you need to brush up on your T Swift knowledge. I'm good. It's really mm-hmm. disappointing. Okay, so we are going to jump right in because we have some amazing things to talk about today. The first one is Mark sent me an article this morning that was the most heartwarming thing I've ever seen in my life. This cab driver in, where where were they? I don't feel like they I were in was, New York. I think it was California, I think it said. Yeah, somewhere in California. This cab driver picked up this 92-year-old woman and she wanted to go to the bank and she started talking to him about what she wanted to do and she'd gotten one of those scam phone calls saying it was from the IRS and she needed to give them $25,000. She was freaking out about it and he stopped her. He helped her. Well, yeah, so I mean, he apparently the whole ride, he was like, yeah, the more and more she told him about it, she's like, yeah, this sounds fishy. And he was driving her to the bank to send the money to them. I know. it was. It's really scary to think that these old people, I mean, I've gotten those calls from the IRS before too where you, you think. Or savvy. Yeah, they're, or, they're way too savvy. They're like, this is the IRS. If you don't pay us this much money, we, you know, you're subject to arrest. And it's scary. Yeah, and so what happened was like they were driving, and she kept explaining more and more. And the cab driver's like, "Well, this doesn't sound right. This kind of sounds like a scam." But she still didn't believe it. No, not at all. It, to the point where she wouldn't let him take her home. So he took her to the police department. He left her in the car. He went inside, got a cop. The cop came out. I mean, he even called the phone number that called her and said, "Ma'am, this is a scam." And the cop came out, and they talked about it, and they gave him a good citizen award. Yeah, he got like a twenty-five dollar gift card. I mean, I feel like you say this woman $25,000. She should probably give him something more than that, but whatever. I think so, but it's just really sweet. I mean, I feel like everything we talk about, we're complaining about, but there are really good people in the world. Now, so tell me if you agree with this, but I like, I think that most people are pretty good. I think that there's, there's like a real discussion about this, but I think most people are good. When I say most people, I see like 90% of people are good. I feel like a a lot of people, especially in that situation, would help that old lady kind of get her act together and realize that she was not doing the right thing. But there are some people who just don't care about anyone else and just want to go about their day. Well, of course, I mean, you're more likely to see a story about how an Uber driver stole $25,000 from an old woman rather than this. So, I mean, but I mean, that's part of the issue is like with, with the media today, like they always said, if it bleeds, it leads. That was kind of the media thing. I hate that. And it just, but I mean, that's the point. It's like all the negative stuff is what always leads off newscasts because that's what people, the murders, the knives, all that stuff. And a lot of times, like I just happened to find this on a weird thing on Yahoo. This wasn't news. This wasn't reported. So I feel like at, to some extent the news media and not blaming anybody in particular like they make us view our fellow citizens a lot worse because we're only hearing bad things they do i know it's true i really like there's a 
there's a few Instagram accounts like the Dodo that talks about um, animals that have been rescued and rehabilitated back to health. And some there's some good deeds or good news Instagram account that I follow. And it's so much more enjoyable than following things like Fox News or CNN where it's just talking about doom and gloom and wah-wah sadness all the time. Yeah, we're going to bankrupt murder, all these things. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of good sucks. people and a lot of good things. Totally sucks. I hate it. Um, so moving on to another topic to discuss, we um, talk about a lot. This is kind of a little more doom and gloom. I hate to go from one to the other, but we've talked about the West Tennessee megasite. Is that what it's called? I mean, this isn't doom and gloom. It's just a fact. <laughs> okay. Well, it's kind of doom and gloom. It was um, part of our pork report. Like three, two, three years ago, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while. And... Um, Governor Lee released a budget last week, two yeah. weeks ago, and construction continuing on the mega site was no longer in there. Well, so we should explain what yeah. this is. Yeah. So the West Tennessee mega site was essentially this idea by the central planning government idea that let's put this huge mega site, we'll put a bunch of money behind it, and we'll get companies to come, car companies, things like that. And they put, I don't know the number, I think it's over $50 million. Is well, that it's like, right? Yes, it does. And, and the whole idea for them was if you build it, they will come. Well, that's not how you should look at tax money. Also, okay? they haven't come. They, like, no again, one has come. This idea that the government knows how private industry works, and not like you probably wouldn't be in the government if you understood how private industry exactly. works. Because you can be making a lot more money in the private sector. So this idea they're picking and choosing like oh people are going to like this people will come here they said that and it still hasn't happened and it's kind of corporate welfare at its worst because they're yes. giving corporate welfare to an area not even an individual company and they're like well we hope that somebody comes right and every uh, we talked to the, the gubernatorial candidates when they came in so we talked to Bill Lee and Carl mm -hmm. Dean and mm -hmm. and um, Randy Boyd and they all said like oh no we need to continue this we're going to bring people in so it's I think to some extent it's great to kind of hear Bill Lee say, you know what, I made a mistake before as governor. We do not need to continue this because there's we, we need to stop putting money into this this pit of money. They fell into the pit like Andy Dwyer, and and it's <laughs> fell into the pit like Andy Dwyer. I hope all of you listening know that reference. Um, and it's not even that it it's a bad thing in itself. Like having a huge site where companies can come is not a bad thing. What's bad about it is that it's spending tax dollars and being built without any prospective tenants. Well, it's bad because it, it, they're not a company's not building. You know, even if the right. even if the government said, okay, look, we're going to kind of give you some of this land, you figure out the rest of it, or even like we'll give you land at the cheap. Like I don't love that but there's no reason for the government to put all this money they're doing water line they're doing all these crazy things that i i don't know the exact number but it's like it's hundreds of millions i think total it's so many dollars um, so for for this thing in hoping that companies will come in and then they don't come in it's like we have to step back and say what is the role of government right well that's what I, I feel like i always get in an argument with my friends about is when we're talking about things like corporate welfare or just government spending. And I'm a big believer in cutting spending just kind of across the board. But you have to figure out what is the role of government. To me, the role of government is just to protect us. I mean, a few more things. But building a mega site for a private company to move into that's already ready to go, that's not the role of government. When are we going to get the money back? That's the thing is, do you know how much? I mean, it's all the money was already spent. It's money that we spent out of our tax dollars. And like this, people should be outraged by this. And good on Bill Lee for finally saying, I mean, he's not the one who did it, but he's like, we need to stop funding this. But like, it, it's an absurd project. It's awful. Seriously. And we should never do anything like that again. It needed to happen. Thank you, Billy. Um, okay. Next thing we're going to talk about, I don't know how to say his last name, Mark. 
I, I don't even know who you're. You have to yes, tell me did. what the topic is. Okay, <laughs> so Donald Trump commuted a sentence today. Oh, Rob, former- Rob, Rod. You Blago- can't say no. Either. I can. Rod Blagojevich. Blagojevich. Blago is what they call him. What do they call him? Blago. That's Blago. his nickname because yeah. it's hard to pronounce. Yeah. You can't just say, "Oh, I can't pronounce his name." Then don't give me any information. <laughs> like I'm supposed we to know. Doing. No, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so Blago, because I can't say his name. Trump commuted his sentence today, or. Yesterday. A couple of days ago. Yeah. And um, it was supposed to be a 14 year sentence. He went, the man went in with brown hair. He came out with completely white hair. I don't, did you see the video? I did, yeah. Okay, so this guy's a he scumbag. Out, yeah, tr- well, <laughs> let's, uh, yeah. I okay, mean, so, Mark, so he was the for- let, let's talk about what he is, though, first. So he's okay. the former governor of Illinois, Correct. who basically tried to sell Barack Obama's Senate seat once he, once he ran for president uh, for personal gain and for money for himself. And he was, yes. not shockingly, he's from Illinois. I mean, right. that should not surprise anybody. Mm-hmm. And then after, what, what does he serve? seven years seven years i think he served half of it yeah yeah so so trump commuted the sentence which is a little bit different than um there's what's the other word there's commuting and then there's like for pardoning yeah pardoning there is a difference there is a difference i don't really know no i'm not a legal expert well i I saw on twitter someone said he's still a felon so i think pardoning means that you just like you're you're done like it's off of you but commuting just means that like you've served your time and you're good Okay, but it's still on your record where yeah. I think pardoning says, oh, you didn't do anything I guess. wrong. Any lawyers out there want to hit us up? Yeah, anyway. no, we, we don't want lawyers on the show. They're that's boring. That's true, that's um, true. But yeah, so so he he did this. And also Bernard Carrick, who was the former uh, NYPD during 9-11, he was like the head of the NYPD. I don't remember what he got in for. But yeah, so there's been a lot of, I don't know how, how you know, but on my social media, it's been a lot of kind of pro-Trump people saying this is a great thing. And it's actually kind of surprised me. I, 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 know, thought, me the people, I thought people were going to be more upset about this. I know. Well, and Blagojevich. Blagojevich. <laughs> um, he came out and said he was a Trumpocrat, which I thought was really funny. He's he's now a fan of Trump, even though he's a Democrat, and people are losing their ever-loving minds over it. It's kind of funny to watch the meltdown. Listen, I don't have a strong opinion on it. He did what he did. I think he's a scumbag. If Trump wants to pardon him, what or commute his sentence, whatever, it doesn't have any direct effect on me. I don't love what he did, and I don't love that he kind of. Well, I don't guess he got a slap on the wrist for it. I mean, seven, seven years or seven years, yeah. But um, people are lo- people are absolutely melting down, and there's nothing I love more than a Twitter meltdown. I'm sorry, it's pure comedy. I think you can see that this is a case too where Republicans tend to defend Trump no matter what he does, and liberals that is te- so real. and liberals try to trash him no matter what he does. So you have all these liberals saying, um, "Oh no, I can't believe you did that. You can't believe you let him out." It's like you loved him, like whatever yes. years ago, and, and said that his heart. It, it's it's a tough thing but i think we should talk about kind of commuting sentences in general like should i know it's in the constitution but should a president actually have the should they, they be allowed to do that because i don't think they should i know i don't either i, I think talked it's to my dad really, about that and it's, it's like really it's just interesting crappy. to think about it's like should the should the president have like unilateral decision to do that and obama's done a lot george hw clinton they all like pardon like hundreds of people but i don't know if that's I know it's in the Constitution. I don't love it, though. Well, and then Pritzker, who is now the governor, yeah. um, he, you know, the the left worships the ground that he walks on. But I read an article I'm that he sure that was trying to get. that he walks that's on. That's probably he's, true, he's too. Wah, wah. <laughs> um, I read an article that said that, and I don't really remember this. This was in 2011. I was like a freshman in college. Um, but I read an article that said that he was trying to get that seat, too, from Bogoyevich. Like, he was talking to him about getting Obama's seat. So, and now he's coming out saying that Trump shouldn't have commuted the sentence. And so it's like, of course he isn't because he doesn't like Trump. And so in order to stay on brand, he's going to say that he shouldn't have commuted this guy's sentence, the guy who went to prison for doing what Pritzker wanted him to do for him. Like, it, 
I know that didn't make a lot of sense what I just said, but you know where no, I'm going with this. I, I, can we agree? There, there's the Trump derangement syndrome. Trump derangement syndrome is on both sides. It's the Absolutely. Trump has done everything right and can't do no wrong, or tr- everything Trump does is wrong and he can't do any right. It's like it's somewhere in between. I think we need to like we're going to be better off as society when we t- when we talk like that. It's like he's done these bad things. He said these bad things. He's done these good things. He's helped these people and just kind of looking at issue by issue instead of just either always saying he's right or always attacking him. Yeah, I totally agree. We've gone way over our three minutes, but I feel like we need to to flesh that part out. And we can talk some more later on in a criminal justice discussion about commuting and pardoning and what we think that should look like. But our last topic of the day is a funny topic. So J.J. Watt recently got married. Um, I think that Mark and I probably both have a lot of friends and present company included. I don't have a lot of friends. I think you're Okay, you don't have any (laughs) friends. But you know people who, girls who have been just in love with him and are so sad that he is married. And uh, we were talking about it today and how funny it is that we get so wrapped up in these celebrities that we just get heartbroken when they get married as if we had a chance. I know. Yeah, I've seen it, I think two or three people saying, oh, I'm so disappointed J.J. Watts off the mark because, I mean, he's like a nice guy, good-looking guy, good football player, funny, yeah. And they're like, oh, man, I'm really upset that off the market and it's like on one end you're like well that's ridiculous of course maybe you were girl ne- you did not stand a chance yeah of course you weren't gonna get to date him <laughs> secondly it's like i get it i understand <laughs> I, like it's like even though even if it's a point zero 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 one percent chance like well that's gone now i know i i say i look at these girls and i'm like oh shut up you didn't have a chance and then i shed a tear that tim tebow got married oh so, like <laughs> okay so that's what we're gonna talk about so so, so tim tebow is your oh, guy or like somebody who got married you're like oh i missed uh, I, I like legit I cried it. people the day that he got engaged my family was taken texting me high school friends were texting me I met him one time at the beach his family was staying in the same resort complex that we were staying in and I was 15 years old and I couldn't even speak like I was a smitten kitten and I just I've loved him ever since and I was actually really sad when he got engaged and you're an Alabama fan too so that like says something that he Look, went to Florida when he cried in the SEC championship I cried I'm with you Tim solidarity well there's a lot of other really terrible quarterbacks I could try to introduce you to if that's what you're into okay but. great yeah that's my type, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my type. I um not no talent but very cute. Um, also, Justin Bieber. That was kind of like oh. a reality check when he got married because I was convinced that he was the one. Oh, God. He's that gross crustache now, too. His he mustache. shaved it off this weekend. Oh, God. That, was, that looks so bad. Okay, well, he has back to baby there, face there, as of this weekend. There was a great thing. It's like it looks like 30-year-old Justin Bieber kidnapped 16-year-old oh Justin Bieber. I mean, I mean, they look so insane. Okay, who are, who are your loves that got married? So I only remember one, and I think I was – it might have been college or late uh, late high school, but Natalie Bruglia, the one who sang Torn. Do you remember no that? that? Yeah, is. you do. Torn. Uh, You're a little late. I'm already oh wow! Torn. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I loved her. I used to have like pictures of her in grade school, and she got married. They're now divorced. Um, to this guy. Have you ever heard of the band Silverchair? No. Okay. Well, they're dumb. But she got married to this lead singer, and she was like, she was classy and smart and pretty, and like she was everything I had a crush on her. And then I saw she got married. It was like early college. I'm like, this is such a waste. Like what? Oh, and and, and her husband looked so dumb and sounded so dumb that it made it worse. Because it matters who they marry, right? That's true. That's true. Like Tim Tebow married Miss Universe, and so I'm like, all right, I yeah, get it. Beautiful. Justin Bieber married Haley Baldwin, and she's my role model, so I get it. Yeah, the moron from Silverchair with the worst facial hair and terrible music, like that, did not work well for Prince me. Prince Harry married Meghan Markle, and I'm still bitter about that. I would for, be a better wife. Side. I would be a better wife. Oh, than he her. looks terrible though. He's Are aged, you kidding he's me? He's aged poorly. He used to be very handsome. He, and he got is worse. very handsome. No, and his brother looks like he's 90. Yeah, William has <laughs> not aged well, but Harry has aged really uh, well. He's aged less bad. So that's the girl you're gonna go with. I throw 
throw out Natalie, Tim Tebow, Justin Bieber, and Prince Harry, and that's who you see, are going I'm with? I'm smart because I picked a girl who, like, there's not a great chance, but, like, she's not famous enough that, like, who knows in the right circle. You picked all the most famous people. That's, that's the problem. That's true. This is what I get. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for listening. Mark and I are going to continue fighting about who would be the better celebrity spouse. And we <laughs> I think will, you win. <laughs> we, we will talk to you next week. <laughs>